Hello, hello everyone. Dr. Caroline Carpenter here with the Body Carpenter and with drcarolinecarpenter.com. This podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any condition. However, I will give you lots of information to consider and implement if you so choose in your own life, with your own body, and in your own mindset. Um, I really wish I would have had access to information like this when I was younger. So I'm going to share it all. Um, I want to talk about body sensations today. I was going to call it symptoms, but I believe we have really, I, I'm going to talk, this is me speaking personally. I see a lot of patients in office. I'm a chiropractor by trade. I also do low level laser therapy, nutritional consulting, genetics testing, some soft tissue therapy, a lot of mindset work. That's more so over on the Dr. Caroline Carpenter side. Um, some habit shifting, but really y'all, Identities can change, connection with the divine can change, and starting at the top of the hierarchy change is the best place to start because then habits and actions become a trickle down of of who you have become versus trying to white knuckle changing things at the bottom of the hierarchy of change, which is what I did for a very long time. And I wasted a lot of time, a lot of energy, and ended up developing a lot of problems within my body. Okay, let's not call it problems. I ended up developing a lot of um, nervous system dysregulation, which led to lots of sensations, which led to lots of symptoms and diagnosis over time. Most of those are cleaned up right by now. There's some shrapnel left over. There's some residual impact. But for the most part, I've learned enough and changed mindset enough and worked with energy enough and had an expansive mindset enough that a lot of the developments that I brought upon myself by approaching things from the bottom up way of thinking and from addressing symptoms versus sensations and energy um, addressing symptoms the way I did it, the way I understood was to mask it, but I didn't know this was what was happening. And I collected a lot of data on myself. And so the data collection wasn't masking, but my approach was from the bottom of the hierarchy of change. And this is a triangle and the bottom, it's like scrapping your way to the top of the pyramid. (laughs) Any, I just, it's like scrapping your way to the top of a pyramid that has slick edges and um, you've got socks on. That's what it felt like. I was trying to get to the top of this pyramid, just couldn't do it. it spent all my time, spent a lot of energy, spent a ton of money um, just trying to get to where I'm a happy human and my body feels happy and feels good most of the time. And I feel like I have a sense of control over my experience. And the illusion is we don't have much control, but what we do have control over is really important to understand. So back to body sensations and body symptoms. I feel like the culture that we are in here in America and even generationally um, has turned body sensations into a symptom that is to be ignored until it's enough of a problem to either go get the problem, cut out, medicated, or 
just pull yourself up by the bootstraps, put your big girl panties on, be a big boy and do it. This is, this is a very complex subject matter. It's a very calm, it's, it's layered, but um, I'm going to take one piece of the puzzle and um, the piece of the puzzle I want to talk about is the symptoms. So in my office, most people have a list of complaints. Like this is just how this whole physicality thing works when you take insurance. There's a list of complaints. Insurance pays for complaints. They don't pay for wellness um, much. It, it's very, 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 very little they'll pay for wellness, but they will pay for injuries a lot. And the thing is, most people have a lot of these um, old injuries that have now become chronic and the way they got there was something worked until it didn't anymore and now it's a problem. And that thing started as a sensation that turned that went long enough that now it's a symptom that went long enough that, okay, this will stop the symptom versus addressing the thing causing the sensation that turned into the symptom in the first place, a.k.a. the root. So the symptom has been addressed long enough, whether it's self-medication, medication, medication, or ignoring, which leads to disconnection and nervous system issues later. So it seems like to me there's a really misconstrued idea of body sensations and body sensations, unless it's a really positive one means something is wrong. And if something is wrong, if you ignore it, it goes away, which it never does. And then if you ignore it for long enough that it rears its head more, now you got to do something about it. And typically, and I fell into this category too, y'all. So I totally understand, like I did this, I have done this for so long. Um, But it's almost like ignore the body. It's a bag of issues. Maybe I'll like get to the end of the life okay enough with enough life left in me to enjoy. Hopefully after I stressed out to get to that job that I don't like, ate that diet of stuff that I knew wasn't good for me, coped with the mechanisms that didn't add to my health. And now there's this pile of stuff in my body that I don't even know where to start with and it's overwhelming and why bother now? So here's the thing. Wherever you start is where you start. Wherever you start noticing is where you start noticing. Sensations are overwhelming if you're really used to ignoring it or if you're really used to it meaning something bad. Body sensations don't have to mean anything negative. It's just a sensation. Your body is doing things all of the time in your favor. It is consistently healing. It is consistently making sure that your lungs are working to to bring oxygen to all the places in your body. It is consistently working your circulatory system to get the blood and the hemoglobin to all of the cells in your body. It is consistently breaking down food and absorbing the nutrients from that food that's broken down after releasing enzymes into the stomach and even into your bloodstream to get those micronutrients into places and to clean toxins out of your cells like the body was made to operate perfectly and it's when our environment doesn't support what our body was made to do that our body starts speaking up well it's my opinion that our environment for the most part here in developed america 
isn't really the way our body doesn't really support the way our bodies were made. We were made to wake up with the sun. We were made to go to bed with the sun. We were made to eat um, seasonal foods. We were made to eat when we had food and not eat when we don't. We were made to drink water. We were made to breathe fresh air. We were made to commune with one another. We were made to interact with one another. We were made to mirror neuron with each other and help each other regulate each other's nervous systems through communication and through self-love and acceptance and through acceptance and love of others and through honesty and integrity and um, all of these things that we've really put under the microscope like nutrition and supplements and um, all of these teeny tiny little things that you know specific exercises those were not necessary at the times when our environment supported exactly the way our bodies were made we got the right exercise at the right times our bodies told us what we needed to do when we needed to do it um, there were intuitive nudges. There was connection with the divine. We were, you know, in sync with all of the cosmic energy, all of the planets, the moon. The moon impacts the water, y'all. We're 70% water. Planets impact us, whether we believe it or not. It's a thing. Gravity exists, whether you believe it or not. It's a thing. There are some things that exist beyond belief systems. Belief systems, though, are quite important as far as how your body and spirit and energy can navigate what's in front of you. So back to sensations. If you're not used to feeling them, they can be really scary. I'll give you an example. Um, I had to deal with this myself over the last three weeks. I have early degeneration in my C5, C6, C7, which are three neck bones that have discs between them. And they are right above, they're at the back of my neck, above where that little bump is that goes to the T-spine or your upper back right above the shoulders and those nerves go into the heart the lungs they go into the arms and they go all the way down to the hand and even they even go into some of the stomach but there are 12 cranial nerves that run the entire body and that is the big transition area between the neck and the top of the spine where most degeneration starts what's degeneration that is when the bones start forming more bone to add stability to an area that is moving too much that could be injured. So degeneration is also in our favor. It's just how we perceive it. Also, the body can resorb calcium. So here's the thing. Um, I know of people who have knocked bone spurs off of their heel and their body resorbed it. There's all kinds of things that aren't quote unquote supposed to medically happen that have happened. These are called medical miracles or anomalies or out of the norm. Out of the norm happens every day. If you get yourself used to it and don't put yourself inside of the cover of a textbook, now your body has a lot more to work with, a lot more possibility especially since the belief system governs many things and many possibilities within your energetic field. So symptoms. Okay. I don't have a lot of range of motion to the right when I move my neck compared to the left. It has gotten much better. Looking all the way up was more difficult um, on the right side than the left or my range of motion was limited. I could feel the degeneration. I could feel the limitation. I even have a metal plate in my right shoulder from this. And I'm not sure if it was the wrecks, the horse riding, the falling, or the metal plate that caused all the degeneration, but I know it's all connected. I know scar tissue will do lots of weird things. So I have quite the history. I've had two vein sur three vein surgeries in my legs, two surgeries on my feet. Um, 
I've probably had other things done that I don't remember right now. Oh, yeah, the, the metal plate in my shoulder. I've had my neck sewn up. Um, lots of stuff, y'all. So here's the thing. I have been working on this chronic hip pain and some shoulder stuff for the last mm, six months. My hip no longer hurts. I was told there was degeneration there by one doctor. Another doctor said there was none. The one who told me there was degeneration couldn't tell me where it was. So I um, took what he said into consideration, shelved it because he didn't really give me details. Sounded like he said something off of the top of his head to just answer the question versus, I don't know. I didn't look. Like, if I don't know, I'll tell you I don't know. Or I'll say, you know what? I didn't look that closely. Let me go look. He just gave me an answer. The other doctor showed me the x-ray. There was no degeneration that I could see. Asked lots of questions. He gave me all the details. I'm going to trust that one more than the one who gave me a haphazard answer and had no backup to tell me. Um, The body is all connected. Um, In physics, a mechanism or a structure or a system, if some input happens at one end, it's going to affect the opposite end. So my left hip, and my right shoulder are absolutely connected directly. That right shoulder, the nerves go into that low area of my neck where I had degeneration. I know I'm kind of going long on this. I was intending to keep this under 10 minutes. My bad, y'all. So I came up against some symptoms where normally I would tell a patient, hey, you need to go get that checked out. And Um, this was kind of scary, especially since, um, I, this is what I've had. A lot of people in my family have had neck surgery. I do not want neck surgery. I don't want any surgery on my spine because once something is fused, now it's natural for things above and below to fuse because when one area doesn't move enough, everything around it moves more. The body wants stability. It would rather have an absolutely stable structure than a structure that could kill you. If you move too much one way, you could be paralyzed. Think Christopher Reeve when he fell off that horse and broke a C2, paralyzed from the neck down. Your body does not want this. It will do whatever it can to save you, including fusing a joint. It would rather fuse a joint and keep you alive and make your life a little less enjoyable than you die. So I was having the symptoms of nerve pain and pressure from where the disc is in my neck all the way to my fingers. I had to get my emotions under control. It was a little alarming. I would normally tell patients to get that imaged. I didn't want imaging. One, I canceled my health insurance back in April. I'm going to pick it back up in November. But I just had this moment where I was like, I can't get on board with this anymore. My insurance premium keeps going up. I take care of myself. I'm not going to pay five or $600 a month when I could be spending that proactively on my own health because most of the things that I pay for and um, spend money on for my own health is not covered by insurance anyway. It's mostly proactive health care versus symptom care or symptom masking. Also, I'm not bashing medicine. I love medicine. I'm so happy we have the technology we have. Thank the goodness we have it. However, Symptom management will never proactively help someone heal. It will mask things until. Symptom management is a crutch, in my opinion. In my opinion, symptom management is a crutch until. Now, some people see it as 
symptom management until something else needs to happen and that's okay. That's just not how I choose to operate and that is not something that I can help people do because it doesn't feel right with me. Now, there's some healthcare providers that do and that is totally okay. It takes all kinds, but I'm the kind that believes symptom management is oh, it, symptom management is good while you're finding a better solution for the root. That is my belief. That is my approach. Um, it's only getting stronger. So I had this pressure from my neck and a nerve that I know also goes to my heart. And my heart started racing even a little bit a few times. Of course, that could have been adrenaline from the worry. And um, what this turned into over about a three-week period, uh, when, th- when bones move in the body, uh, stuff being twisted around usually moves up and out or down and out. So my hips are pretty balanced now. And um, (laughs) the weird pressure in my neck going all the way down my arm and into my fingers where I couldn't even feel my fingers moved from my neck down to below my elbow. Well, and I noticed that, you know, my right arm is bigger than my left. My, My biomechanics of my right shoulder is a bit different from my left due to the the metal plate. I've been working on that. Um, but what I really noticed was, you know, if I'd sit in a strange position, not even involving my shoulder, my entire arm would feel like it was turning inside out with pressure. And y'all, the sensation kind of felt good after a while. It was really strange. Like it would morph. And I'm like, okay, If I hadn't seen this in a whole lot of people and I didn't believe the body can absolutely heal and I didn't believe that sensations could mean healing instead of problems, I'd be freaking out. I'd be freaking out. I'd be ordering an MRI. I'd be like, if if I didn't know to test range of motion, if I didn't know what things to test where the nerve root is and where the disc is, I'd be panicking. If I didn't understand that it could also be radial nerve entrapment or muscular entrapment where the nerve is actually kind of stuck between muscles that have cohesed together over time that really just needs time to undo and decreased inflammation and internal clean out and emotional release to address, I'd be panicking. I'd be panicking three years ago. I'd be absolutely panicking five years ago. I, I, would be out of my mind creating issues that weren't there because I didn't know what was going on. So really long story short, I'm down to just a little bit of strange sensation in my fingers every now and then. Um, I do have a drop piece at home. I fit, what this is is, you know, you can, you can raise the drop and like, position yourself like I'm not teaching you how to self-adjust here but like as a chiropractor I kind of know where the things are to move but I had a rib under my armpit that had moved really out of place after everything where my neck meets my upper back had straightened out I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up to a lot of emotional release because I've been doing a lot of emotional work lately and My C6, C7, T1, T2, T3, and T4 have never been straight in my life. They are now straight. I don't have really any sensations there that don't feel good. Um, And so what I figured out was uh, I had a rib out, and it felt like rib three or four. Um, Also, some rib one did what I knew to do, and my internal pressure is 
85% better, maybe 90% better. However, had I let my mind take the wheel and flip out like it would have before or like it tried to several times, I would have gone the wrong direction. And here's the thing. I'm going to bring placebo effect and nocebo effect back. Um, Placebo effect is a positive expectation. Nocebo effect is negative expectation. These things carry 33% of the outcome. And when I say outcome, I mean um, whatever you believe, like look this up in research studies. The placebo effect impacts things 33% of the time. What that means is your positive or negative beliefs about what is happening will impact things 33% of the time, will impact your reality 33% of the time. So if nothing else... If something scares you in your body or alarms you in your body, um, here's the thing. I don't want to encourage you to ignore it because that's a whole different slew of situations. I also don't want to encourage you to panic and jump to worst case scenario, which is what I would have done. Before I would have ignored it, then I would have jumped to panic. Now I kind of feel into it and thank my body for healing, but... In any moment, your body can release stress hormones or healing hormones. That is largely um, dictated by your mind, how your mind is perceiving the moment, either your body or your mind. If your body feels safe, your mind's in control. If your body doesn't feel safe, it will trump your mind. So kind of a complex interplay between body and mind Man, I have really gone off the rails here. I was planning on doing 10 minutes or less. I apologize, y'all, but this is important. The body and the mind and the nervous system all interface together. So it's really important to be aware, notice things, understand your body has this intelligence that cannot be replicated. It is this beautiful, perfect design. Um, I mean, you formed perfectly into a human And if we treated our cars like we treat our bodies, most of us would be dead. So thank your body for what it does and understand that most of the time the sensations mean it is healing something or it is trying to tell you something. So um, I'm going to encourage you to have conversations with your body. So when it starts giving you sensations, I'm going to encourage you to quietly sit with it and talk with it. Talk to your body. Talk to your body parts. Ask your body what it's trying to tell you. Ask your body what it would like you to know. Ask ask your body what it's trying to do for you. Ask your body what it needs from you. Thank it for healing and thank it for talking to you. Because what we don't want is for our bodies to be going through something that it really, 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 really needs help with. Something really important that it needs to get your attention with. And it just knows it's being ignored, so it just doesn't speak up. We absolutely want our bodies to speak up so that we can respond. It's kind of like being a child that um, that needs adult help or adult uh, supervision or support. When a chi- If you're a child and you have a need, but you don't know what you need, or you have a need and you know what you need, but you need an adult to help you or need a caretaker to help you, you speak up. However, if, if you learn to not speak up, that's conditioning. And at some point, that conditioning will no longer serve. So help your body out by paying it attention, talking to it, speaking with it, taking its messages, saying thank you, and 
going on with your happy life. This was this one was a little bit different, but guys, symptoms symptoms don't have to be bad. It can be signs of healing. Symptoms can literally be signs of health. So I implore you, um, if nothing else, be aware of what your body sensations are doing. Be aware of what they're saying. Be aware of when they come up. And that is more than half the battle, actually. That is a big, 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 big thing. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this, please subscribe. Leave a, uh, what's it called? A review. Hopefully it's a positive one. Leave a review. It helps people find the podcast. I'm going to keep sharing my personal um my my personal insights, my personal ideas. I'll throw a little bit of how-tos and suggestions in as well. If you guys have any requests, please get a hold of me. My offices are thebodycarpenter.com. I have one in Hot Springs, one in Little Rock. My, uh, the other side of the house, which is where I help people with intentional healing, the mindset of healing, handing you the keys to your internal operating systems to where you can tweak things as you like, but get to know the system first so that you know what you're navigating. That's at um, drcarolinecarpenter.com. I have an amazing, amazing program called Cycle Breakers that I talked about earlier. I'm so excited. Enrollment is still open. It will be open until mid-June, but I implore you to jump on now. The next Zoom is on Monday. On um, Through this series, you're going to get all of me. You're going to get all of my insight, and I'm available for questions and, um, and answers. So um, let me know what you guys think. Have a wonderful day. Thank that body for doing what it does and just go seize the day.